This is a Capricorn FM podcast. So a lot of times, Nkomo, and I know you know this very well, um, we get a lot of inboxes from upcoming musicians asking us about the nitty gritties of actually getting their song played on air, right? Uh, but that's not where you begin. And I think you always try. You are the one person I yeah. know, you know, who always tries to explain that getting airplay on radio is probably like the sixth step. Yeah, probably the last thing you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. To take yeah. after you've recorded your song, you must still register your music with so many bodies and corporations in order to protect yourself and your craft as well. So the South African Music Performance Rights Association is one of the bodies and I've also realized that instead of explaining to, um, you know, artists one by one, go to inboxing, we should rather maybe have them on the show so that they can explain the smaller details that we may not be able to explain. So we are joined on the line by CEO at Sampra, Mr. Fanani Lishiba. Mr. Fanani, how are you? I'm okay. Thanks. How are you? We are good. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for for this opportunity. And I would also like to thank Capricorn FM for being one of the copyright compliant radio broadcasters. Hell yeah! And hell yeah! And hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Air horn for Capricorn FM and Sampra. Come on now. All of right. Course. Um, Panani, let's get into. It. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't say the same about the public broadcaster, which is the SABC. Wow. One broadcaster that is state-owned and funded by taxpayers' money mm. is the one that is not compliant. Wow. But a privately owned commercial registration like Capricorn FM is wow. definitely compliant. Wow, that is that is great. We are progressive like that. Thank you so much, Panani, for for sharing that information with us. Now, uh, a lot of artists uh, have come across Samro, Risa, you name it, and recently they're starting to see Sampra appear a lot, especially on social media. Mm. Now, can you tell us what is Sampra and what does Sampra do? Okay, Um, Sampra is a neighboring right collecting society. Uh, but in South Africa, neighboring rights is commonly known as middle time. And middle time is the middle time right is the right of the record company as well as the performers that performed when a particular track was recorded. Mm. Now, when the, the 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 track that they recorded is performed in public, they are entitled to remuneration. And, and by public performance, we mean when the song is used on a radio station such as Capricorn FM, or if it is uh, performed by non-broadcasting services like um, your retail shops, mm. um, bars, restaurants, pubs, uh, hair salons, etc. Yeah. If those non-broadcasting services have been licensed by, by us, then it means that we will collect what we call licenses from these uh, music users and process royalties and pay the people whose music was used by these um, music users. And when we pay, we split the royalty 50-50 between the record company that produced the track that has earned royalties, as well as the performance that performed when the, the, the track was recorded. Ah, hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, so how can artists then apply for membership? They can go online. Um, we, we, we do take online applications. Uh, they can visit www.sampra.org.pk. 
it, it is that simple. Like, yeah. And, and that's what I keep on telling uh, the people who inbox me. It's so simple. All mm. you have to do is literally just go to the website, you know? Um, now, please do share with us sort of why is it important for artists to be members of Sampra? Okay, um, uh, before I, I deal with that, we, we also have an app. And by the way, we hmm. are the only collecting society, not only in Africa, but in the whole world, with a functional app. Wow. So um, those people who want to, who don't want to go to the website, they can simply download our, our app. It's available on iOS and Android. And they can then complete the application on the app. Mm. Wow, that is amazing. That is so easy. Um, yeah. Fanani, so, also, can, can you please repeat the question that you just asked so that I can also deal with that one? Oh, yeah. No, we were asking what, uh, why uh, is it important for artists to be, you know, uh, members of Sampra? Okay, it, it is important in the sense that the law says that the right to license music users and to collect um, royalties from them is the right of the record company. However, the record company has got the obligation to share the royalties with the performer. And where the record company has exclusively mandated Sampra to represent it, then the right to license and collect becomes a Sampra right. But Sampra then takes the obligation and the responsibility of making sure that the royalties are shared equally between the record company and the performer. So every record company that you know of in South Africa is our member. Which means, therefore, as a, as a performer, because we, the collection is done on behalf of the record company, when we license music users and collect royalties from them, we will also collect on your behalf as a performer because the law says the record company has got the right to, to license and receive, but it must share. So now, if you don't apply for membership, you'll find that we have your money uh, by virtue of us collecting on behalf of the record company, but because we don't know who you are, we will keep that money until you, the day you appear and, and say, this is me, do you have something for me? Mm. Which is something that happened last year. Um, mm. For a long time, we, in fact, since 2017, we have distributed in excess of 860 million pounds. <laughs> but sure. we, we had some money that uh, we were sitting on uh, because the, the performance, either because we didn't know them or if they were our members, they had not given us the necessary information to allow us to to to, to process royalties and pay them. Mm. Because of the COVID situation, and when um, live performances were prohibited, suddenly those performers that were ducking and diving when we were looking for them, they were looking for us, and we paid them. That's why last year, between April and December, we paid just above 252 million rands in, in a period of eight months. Wow. Wow. And All then, right. um, Fanani, what is the difference between Sampra and Samro? Okay. As I explained earlier, Sampra um, administers middle time rights. Mm. We represent record companies and recording Yeah. While Samro administers author's rights that is commonly known as performing rights in, right in South Africa. Um, this is the right of the author, the composer, and the publisher of the music. So, <clears throat> as, as Capricorn FM, you've got the Samro license as well as the Sampra license. So, when 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 Samro collects money from Capricorn uh, uh, Capricorn FM, they process royalties, but they only pay the owners of the song. 
uh, and who are the, the owners is the author, the author, the composer, and and the publisher of the song. Mm. And I can give an example. If we look at Brenda Fassi's, um songs, uh, some of the most popular songs that that she did solo, like Too Late for Mama, Vulindela, and and all that. Yeah. yeah. Those were she called Twala songs. So from the Samro perspective, when uh, Vulindela has earned royalty. Bamro is going to look at who is the owner of the song, and it says Chokotwana, then Pechikotwana. Mm. While with us, we, we don't want to know who the owner of the song is. We want to know who is the artist that recorded this song, and we then take breakfast. Mm. Okay, okay. Loud and clear, loud and clear. Yeah. All right. It uh, is therefore important for, for artists to belong to both Samro and Samcha, in the sense that a, 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 a large number of artists they write their own music. So if you write your own music and you perform it, you, you definitely have to belong to both. Uh, makes sense, actually, yeah. Now, um, I think a question that could be lingering in a lot of people's minds would be, okay, how does Sampra as a body uh, collect the money that you use to pay artists' needle time rights and royalties? We issue what is known as blanket licenses. So um, we, we, we will say to radio stations like Capricorn FM, here is a music license to play as much music as you want. We don't limit you on how much music you need to play and when. You can play music the whole day, that's fine. But then you, you the, the in return for a fee. And the fee for broadcasting services as determined by the Supreme Court of Appeal um, ruling, it, it says that it's something like 3% of the broadcaster's net revenue. And once, once we have entered into an agreement with a radio station, on a monthly basis, that registration is obliged to give us their financials. We and we also have the playlist. Using the playlist and the financials, we are able to calculate how much the radio station owes us for that particular month. And with non-broadcasting services like restaurants, pubs, bars, etc., and retail shops, it depends on the size of the establishment and the audible area. So when you walk into a store like like Edgar's, you find that there's music in the background, and then we look at the size of the store and how far can you hear that background music. And the bigger the establishment, the the more money they'll pay. The smaller the establishment, establishment, the less they're going to pay. That is how we we collect. We invoice music users on a monthly basis, but you do have some. Um, big corporates that say no we don't want you to be invoicing us on a monthly basis let's just pay you uh, on an annual basis some mm. pay on a quarterly basis but as long as you pay that's fine and, right. and why is it important for uh, music users to pay their license fees um, it is important for them to pay their license fees for a number of reasons one um, a, a restaurant as an example is not in the business of playing music. They are in the business of providing food. But they are using music to add value to their business. So, which means you are using somebody else's intellectual property to add value to your own business. And for that, you need to pay. And research has been done um, around the world when some people would say, no, I can't afford to pay this license. I'm switching off the music. As soon as they switch off the music, they suddenly, within a week or two, they'll be coming back to us and say, please re-license me because people are no longer coming to my restaurant. And it, 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 even though you go to a restaurant to eat, 
there's music creates something called an, an ambience. Yeah. When you are seated there, no matter how delicious the food is, you will notice that something is not right with mm. this restaurant. Mm. And the something that is not right with that restaurant is the absence of music. Mm. So you are using music to add value to your business. Then yeah. you need to pay the people whose music you are using. All right. Uh, that, Mr. Okay, secondly, and then the last point here is, is the, the contribution to to the development of the music industry. But primary, the primary reason is that you are using somebody's intellectual property to add value to your own business and you need to pay for using that um, intellectual property to add value to your own business. All right, Mr. Lishiva, we will continue this conversation um, a bit later on in the show. Akir. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Part two is necessary. Yeah, part two must happen because yeah. we are not done. There's still so much that we want to <laughs> ask. And I also wanted to say if you're an artist and you have questions related to what we're talking about, you can send them through to us on 0798996226. You can also tweet at itubanda at dingomo underscore. We're still continuing our chat right now uh, with the CEO at Sampra, Mr. Panani uh, Lishiba. Talking very important facts there that uh, musicians need to know, more especially up-and-coming performing artists, yeah. uh, why they need to get themselves um, aligned with Sampra. Uh, Mr. Parani, welcome back. Thank you. All right. Um, now, now, I think um, we, we, we can ask Ore. Uh, I, I do have a question. Okay. Um, with continuing the discussion that we've been having. Yes. I yes, think I've always been curious, and I think also this one might be helpful to um, the artists. How are royalties calculated, yes. Mr. Lisiba? Okay. Good question. Um, as I indicated earlier on, that we license different music users. So let me give the example of radio stations. We have an independent digital monitoring service that is able to tell us what music is being performed by what radio station at any given time yeah. um, during the course of the day, 24, 24 seconds. So, but we also get playlists from radio stations just to corroborate the information that we already have. So let's say as an example, we received 10 million rand from Capricorn FM for the whole year, the 1st of January to the 31st of December. We then take the, the playlist for that entire period that are coming from Capricorn FM. And in a nutshell, how we arrive at a figure, we would say, yes, 10 million rand from Capricorn FM. And the amount, the total amount of hours that Capricorn FM dedicated towards music is, let's say for argument's sake, 6,000 hours for the whole year. And we say song, this song that is titled Lugwani was performed, um, the total number of minutes was 60 minutes. And then we then say, if the total number of hours dedicated to music by Capricorn FM was 6,000 hours, and this song was performed a, a, a maximum of one hour throughout the year. What is its share of, uh, what, is, what is this uh, one hour as a percentage of the 6,000 hours that were dedicated to music? And therefore, what is the song's share of the 10 million rents that was paid to us by Capricorn FM? Mm, mm, okay. That is, in a nutshell, that is how the royalties are calculated.
All right. I think it's pretty fair and straightforward. Uh, now, uh, uh, some, ra- some pro rather is regulated, right? So why is it regulated when other uh, collective management organizations are not? It's, it's some kind of an, an anomaly within the um, our legislation. Um, this right that Sampra is um, administering, which I refer to as neighboring right or needle time right, is relatively a new right. It was only introduced in our legislation in 2002. And when it was introduced in the legislation in 2002, it was said that um, there would be regulations governing how this the administration of this right is supposed to be done. But the, the regulations that came in, they only focused on needle time and they didn't focus on the other rights, like the, 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 the rights the right that is administered by Samro or the rights administered by Capasso or the rights administered by RISA. So that's why we found, we found ourselves being the only uh, collective society that is, that is currently regulated. Mm. But um, as we speak, uh, the um, parliament is busy with the copyright amendment um, act um, uh, as well as the, um, the performance transaction amendment bill. If these two bills go through and they are signed by the president, everybody else is also going to be regulated. Samro will also be regulated. RISA will also be regulated. Kapapo will also be regulated. Okay. okay. So does the fact that Sampra is regulated create operational um, challenges for the CMO? I, I think it, it, it probably makes us more efficient. Mm. Okay. Um, in, the sense, in the sense that the, uh, the regulations say that where our admin fee is not supposed to be more than 20% of what we have collected. So if in any one year, let's say, for example, we have collected 100 million rands, it means we can can only spend a maximum of 20 million rands in uh, administration and the rest must go to distribution. So that has made us more efficient because we are the only uh, collective society in South Africa whose admin fee or the cost-to-income ratio is um, far less than 20%. And I think regulation in that sense it has made us more efficient. But yes, it does pose certain challenges like now in the COVID era, uh, where you find that the um, restaurants will be open for a month or two, then where the family meeting, they are closed again. And during the period of closure, they can't pay us because they are not operating. Mm. And that affects our bottom line. In fact, last year, we saw a, a huge drop, where in 2019, our revenue collection was almost 300 million rent. And last year, we went below 200 million rand. But we still have to keep within the 20% limit that has been um, imposed on us by, by the regulations. Yeah, so there are challenges, but at the same time, it, uh, those regulations have made us to be more efficient. All right. Now, look, the, the law is clear on the rights of the copyright owner in terms of needle time rights. Now, can you explain in detail what the rights of the copyright owner are? Okay, so in terms of needle time rights, the record company is known as the copyright owner. And the reason why the record company is known as the copyright owner is because the record company owns what you, what is known as the master. Um, previously, the master used to be, uh, in the days of the LP, it used to be some LP that was stored in some vault, or in the days of the CD, it would be a CD. But these days, things are stored in the cloud. So the record company owns the master because the record company invests money into the production of of, of the song. 
So that is why the, the robot company is known as a copyright owner. But in middle time, the, the, the law is clear that the sharing of the royalty should be between the copyright owner and the performer. And as I explained earlier on, um, the, the record company, by virtue of being the copyright owner, it is the one that is vested with the right to license music users and collect uh, royalties from, there, from them and ensure an equal speed between themselves as record companies and the performers that are featured in the track. Where the record company or the copyright owner has given the right uh, to administer middle uh, time, right, to Samsa, then Samsa bears the responsibility of licensing, collecting, and ensuring um, an equal split be- between the copyright owner and the performer. All right. And um, can you tell us a bit about the good work that Sampra Development Fund is doing to support artists in the country? Um, again, I'm proud to say that um, the Sampra Development Fund is the only one of its kind in the whole of Africa. Remember earlier on I spoke about the Sampra app, that it was the only one of its kind in the whole world. Now we have the Sampra Development Fund, which is the only one of its kind in Africa. We, we have a number of products, but the first one that I'm, I'm going to talk about is music production. So our members, those members that qualify, if they want to, they, they want assistance to record a track or a single or an album or a, an EP, they can come to us and say, I want to, to record um, a, a track, I need this, this amount of money. But we say that the maximum amount that we can, we can give as a grant um, to any of those people that are applying for uh, music production is 100,000 rand. And what we are doing has been done in other parts of the world, like in Europe and North America, and the amount is benchmarked um, across North America and, 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 and Western Europe. So that's the first thing that we do with music production. We also fund uh, artists that want to stage live performances, whether locally or abroad. Last year, we uh, approved funding for artists that some of them were going to perform in Mozambique, Angola, Zimbabwe, etc. But unfortunately, a week after we had approved those uh, um, applications, we had a family meeting in early December and we went into level uh, five in lockdown and uh, live performances could not happen. But we are saying that those people that applied last year and they were approved we still have their money the day live performances are allowed we will still fund them to for them to stay their live performances we have also done something that nobody has done in the whole of africa again which is educating artists on the music business and the reason why we did that is because we we see it all the time that unlike engineering or medicine where if you want to be an engineer you must you must have a, an engineering qualification. Music, you don't need any qualification. You just need what is known as God-given talent. But unfortunately, most people come into the music industry not understanding what it looks like. They just want to record, they want to be on stage, they want to tour, and five years later, they discover that they had signed contracts they shouldn't have signed. Mm. So we have partnered with um, institutions of higher learning, and we are providing bursaries to artists that want to study the music business, we are also providing a funding for master classes. Because we, we, all we are saying to artists is that, please, no matter how talented 
or ex- excited you are to find yourself in the music industry, understand the, the nature of the beast. So understand the contract. Don't, don't just find things and five years later you, you regret why you have signed and you go to the media, you start fighting, but your fight is not going to bring your money back because you signed um, and you, there was nobody pointing a gun at you to, 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 to sign that. We, we also provide sponsorships to anybody who wants to um, have workshops where they'll be educating artists and wannabe artists on, on the music business. We do that. We also have a funeral benefit scheme for our members um, that if a member passes on, like they, they have been um, passing on, especially now with COVID, we give the family 30,000 rents. To bury to bury their their, their their loved one. We also have a saving scheme that when you reach a certain age um, and you want to retire, here is the money that we've been saving for you. All right. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, that is the, all the time that we have uh, for this chat today, but very informative and insightful. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Fanani, uh, for taking your time and talking to us on Just Drive on Capricorn FM, okay? Okay, All right, thank you so much. There you have it. Uh, we'll probably clip this and have it up on www.capricornfm.co.za uh, in a short time, I believe. All right, thank you so much once again to the CEO of Sampra, uh, Mr. Panani Lishiba. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.